Help keep Kinks and Beats Daily alive with a $4 monthly contribution and receive exclusive bonus episodes as our thank you to you. Visit HeroHabit.com slash shop for more details. Thank you for downloading Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. This is episode 176, and today we are talking about Phobia by the Kinks. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone that we are looking for your contributions to this podcast. So give me a call at 925-494-1739 and let me know of a Kinks or Beatles song that you've changed your opinion on as you've gotten older. Something that you liked before that you don't like now, something that you hated before that you love now. Um, I want to hear the story behind what changed your mind, how your mind has changed. Um, If there's more than one song that come to mind, send me several voicemails. But I, uh, I'd like to have you guys, you know, be a part of this episode. So get those voicemails into me again, 925-494-1739. And if you forget the phone number, you can find all that information at herohabit.com. Just look for the podcast button at the top of the page. So like I said, today we're talking about Phobia by the Kinks, which was released March 29th, 1993 as the fifth track on the album Phobia. So this was the title track of one of their, um, you know, probably most forgotten albums. This is late in the Kinks' recorded career. We're talking 30 years from their first uh, recordings. And, you know, it didn't chart very well. And, and you know, they did a lot of promo for it. You can find a, a lot of footage of the Kinks doing song like uh, um, uh, Hatred is from this album. You can find them doing that live all over the place, but it is what it is. And despite being the title track, this song wasn't released as a single or a B-side, which is probably smart considering it's, you know, over five minutes long, but seeing has how the singles they did release didn't do anything. What difference did the time make? You know, if you, if you're releasing three singles from this album, they all, you know, do nothing. Who cares if the song's five minutes long or whatever? I, I think this is a, uh, would have been a cool radio tune to me this song is you know ray was sitting there listening to the radio and thought i want to write a song like pour some sugar on me but with smarter lyrics and a cool swinging bridge and here we have phobia and maybe it's proof that ray is too smart for his chosen medium because you know he he comes out with this song that's got clever lyrics and great groove and it's a you know beautifully produced song and and it's a great arrangement and it's got you know depth and all this kind of stuff and nobody knows nobody cares except us diehard kinks fans dave as is expected turns in some blistering guitar work on this track and as i've mentioned countless times already he nails down some fantastic guitar tones his guitar sounds on this recording are very cool and the way the whole thing is produced this more than most songs we've covered on this podcast is one that just demands to be cranked up full blast uh, on your headphones, in your car stereo, wherever, and just taken in because uh, it's one of those songs from a mixing standpoint. And this is an important distinction that doesn't hurt your ears to be played loud because everything is perfectly placed and balanced and EQ'd. So, you know, when the when the guitars come in, you know, even though Dave might be playing way up high on the guitar neck, it's not cutting through your head 
you know, because it's EQ'd properly and the lows are balanced out and everything is just, it's, it, there's something to be said for rock music that can be played full blast without hurting you. And this is one of those tunes. Uh, the band sounds tight. Ray vocals are spot on. Dave's backing vocals are perfectly placed and mixed. Um, and it, and it's, uh, you know, one of those instances where there's still a lot of excitement, even though you can tell this is a rehearsed band. You know, the, 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 the band is tight, but there's still that loose excitement in the mix. And that's something that was missing from a lot of their um, late 70s, early 80s stuff was some of that energy had kind of got drained from, you know, Ray's repetitive uh, recording process. But on this tune they've managed to find a, a perfect balance between high energy, you know, sounds of improvisation with obvious, you know, purposeful arrangements. Cause there's a lot going on with this arrangement, but it's never overdone or too busy. You know, everything is tight and deliberate, but sounds spontaneous and high energy. And it's uh, it's just good recording. It's probably my favorite track on this album. Suitable that it's the title track because it is um, definitely one of the stronger tracks on this album. There's not much to say beyond that. Put your headphones on, like I said. Turn it up as loud as you can tolerate it. I think maybe if the song was a minute shorter and released a couple years earlier, it could have been a big hit on rock radio. Um, This song, even though it came out in 93, was probably recorded um, well before that, maybe 91. Um. And so some of the guitar stuff might be a little out of fashion. You got to figure we are we are going more into the alternative rock. Um, you know, hair metal bands and stuff like that are falling out of fashion in favor of alternative guys. And I think, you know, if this song had come out before alternative really took over on the radio, it might have had a better shot. Um but that said, there's no reason it shouldn't be played on classic rock nowadays because the beautifulness, the, the beautiful uh, aspect of listening to all this stuff retroactively is that you're not beholden to the trends, right? I can listen to alternative rock and, you know, 80s metal and 70s classic rock and 60s mod rock all at the same listening period and it doesn't affect my enjoyment of it. You know, you don't have to worry about the commerciality commercialness uh of of the production style so you know why isn't it on classic rock nowadays was it a hit no but wish you were here by pink floyd wasn't a hit in the u.s and i can hear that song four times a day on any classic rock station deservedly so i mean it's a great song so the fact that nostalgia radio hasn't picked up on the kinks with 55 years of hindsight um is almost as bad as contemporary radio ignoring them at the time for 30 years. Because if this song came up on my local classic rock station, I wouldn't change a channel, but I'm sure a lot of people would be checking online to see who was singing it. Uh, you know, it fits in with a lot of the other stuff that gets played over and over and over, you know, and everybody complains, you know, radio only plays the same 20 songs over and over. Well, you know, you could play 50 songs if you included things that were you know not mega hits in the time and i think you know if i had the money and the resources i would definitely start a radio station that 
played more songs like this, these deep cuts, bands that we love, um, but songs that maybe aren't as well known or known at all. You know, I'm sure there's a fair amount of Kinks fans that don't really know this song because it was on an album that came out later that you don't find in record stores as often. You know, it didn't sell a huge amount. Um, but alas, our favorite band of rock and roll misfits continues to get snubbed. Everyone is quick to report. Every every time there's a, re- a reunion rumor on, my local classic rock station will talk about how great it would be at the Kinks were reunited and then they'll play either Lola or Van Halen's version of you really got me, but they won't play stuff like this. Spin the great songs from every band. You know, the same thing goes with the Beatles. There's like 10 Beatles songs that they'll play and then that's it. You never hear, you know, the song we're going to talk about in the next episode. I've never heard on the radio, Sirius radio, Sirius XM that, you know, I will admit you get a few more deep cuts and stuff like that. And they actually play a lot of kinks on things like uh, the underground garage. But for me, I don't know why I'm dwelling on this. It's not really relevant to this song other than the fact that this song does fit in seamlessly with everything else that's being played on classic rock radio. So maybe request it. Call in a request for Phobia by the Kinks. And if you haven't listened to it in a while or you've never heard it, do yourself a favor. This is a cool track. I love the way it just rocks and rocks and rocks. And then out of nowhere, you've got like this swing bridge and it's very cool. And, and, uh, and that's really where the arrangement opens up and you hear a little bit more intricacy and it's a little bit more delicate. So it's really, it encompasses everything. The kinks were experts at doing all in one tune. It's a good track. I encourage you to pick it up. And if you're looking for it on CD, uh, if you go into a used record store, this one's almost always in there. I have my copy right here. It's got a Rasputin sticker. So now you know I'm a Bay Area guy. It's got a Rasputin sticker uh, for three, $3.95. So, you know, it's uh, it's a good one to get. All right, that's it for me today. Make sure you download tomorrow's episode to find out um, which Beatles track I was talking about a minute ago. And uh, swing by iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you love this ep- this podcast and want to keep it going and um, help us offset some of the costs and expenses of doing that, consider going to herohabit.com and contributing $4 a month to keep this podcast ad-free. And I will send you some bonus episodes uh, every month. This month's episode is coming soon, and it is about um, the signature sound of George Harrison. So that should be interesting to all you music guys and gals. All right. I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.